Hello and welcome to The Real Superhero Project. My name is Brandon Nichols. This is a podcast designed around discussing, watching, and reviewing all forms of comic book and superhero movies um, and entertainment, um, mostly movies. Um, Join with me is my co-host and friend, as always, Zol Lopez. How are you doing today, Zol? I am doing great. I am excited. It seems like it's been forever since we've done this, and uh, I'm ready to go. I'm not going to lie. It's... uh, I, we got a lot to talk about, things that I'm excited about, and other things I have no idea about. <laughs> um, well, this is the episode also where we are officially picking our first list of six movies. We're only going to be doing mm-hmm. two movies at a time when we do our reviews, yep. but um, doing a very yep. fancy high-tech way of doing it, I, which Let's I will discuss go. later, we are going to determine those movies out of 20 movies. What? Um, what? Are you serious? What? The non-scientific method. Yeah, the non-scientific method. Okay. You, know, you think it's scientific? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I might be slight. I might be slightly biased though. I failed science multiple times. <laughs> it involves technology that I can't create. <laughs> science. So. Science. Um, God, was just reminded me. Have you ever, have you ever played the game Portal Two? No, no. I've I've been wanting uh, to, but yeah, it's I I'm so far behind. It's not even funny. There's um, you know who um, the guy that played, wow. Now I feel like a total moron. The guy that played um, Justice League, uh, Commissioner Gordon. Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, I know who you're talking about. He <laughs> plays the Eminem guy. He's yeah, yeah, J. Yeah, Jonah yeah. Jameson and yeah, Spider-Man. Yes. yes. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna fall asleep in bed and I'm gonna wake up at midnight in cold sweat and I'm gonna blurt this guy's name out. Anyways, JK Simmons. Yeah. There we go. Um, he does the voice of um there's a guy that overhead does the talking to you while you play um Portal 2. It's uh-huh. just it's just recorded messages, recorded messages, but the character's name is Cave Johnson, and everything is in the name of science. But JK Simmons, <laughs> I just love JK Simmons' uh-huh. voice. He's one so, of my favorites. He is. So it's like, whoa. That there? was me. Yeah, that was me. Okay. I just, uh, I reset my, my board. Okay. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry to all five of our listeners there. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but he's always like, for science. And I'm right. it's just, you doing that reminded me. Um, anyways. <laughs> so, um, I really don't have any house cleaning right now. Let's, let's do a little quick box office roundup. Um, all right. I'm just going to talk about where the uh, comic book movies that are currently in um, in rotation at movie theaters everywhere, where they finished over the weekend. And uh, Zol will tell you I tried looking for Hellboy earlier and um, and, it, and it, I didn't find it anywhere. I, it's kind of like we need to put out like a, one of those side <laughs> of the milk carton things. Whereas, in fact, the last the last recorded thing I could find for Hellboy in theaters was on the 16th of May. On which that day it made four thousand seven hundred and ninety six thousand dollars, bringing its its total to twenty one million nine hundred and three thousand seven hundred and forty eight. I shouldn't laugh though. I mean, it made more. It made more in a week than I'll ever make in a month. (laughs) Right, right there with you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, anyways, so this past weekend we have. Let's see. Let's go. All the comic book movies. Men in Black won the weekend, even though it kind of got oh, meh it, reviews. Oh, dirty. Um, but they, Men in Black won in at $30 million. Um, Let's see. We got Dark Phoenix came in at fifth. And it's the second week or is this his third week? I don't remember. Nah, it's the second, second week. Second week, because, second week. Yeah. Men in Black came out this week and it that yeah, last week yeah, was Secret Life of Secret Life of Pets won last week. 
okay so sorry dark phoenix x-men lovers um so that dark phoenix came in at 9.3 million um over the weekend came in at number five uh, avengers endgame still top 10 made 3.7 million over the weekend i'll talk about that here in a second mm-hmm. um shazam at 25 made 134,000. Okay. um Captain Marvel at 27 made 110,000. Captain Marvel has been on for a while. Yeah, um, since February. And even now, you can actually, I think you can buy the DVD and Blu ray. Yeah, yeah. Cause I was at Walmart the other day and I was like, oh, that's not. And I think it was partly has to do with in game just being out and right. having just seen it. And I was kind of like, that's already out on Blu ray. And I was like, I guess it has been out for a while. Yeah. Um, but that is the extent of the current comic book superhero movies. Well, no, I take that back because I wanted to talk about something. Um, I really want to see the movie, and I just looked at it, and it's, it came in at 18th this week after 13th last week in December 4, or it's been out for four weeks, Brightburn, the, like, Superman horror movie. Do you not want to see this, Zul? Uh, it, maybe I'll red box it whenever it comes out um, on Redbox. Uh, Netflix for Halloween. I mean, just right now, I'm not in a mood to watch it. It's I, I think had this came out in October with more of like the spooky side of things, I think it actually could have performed a lot better. True. And and really, it's still, I mean, there's still the buzz from Endgame, even though it's a month out at this point. I mean, you're still dealing with all those movies. But um, I really, I really want to see Brightburn. What's really funny is a meme I saw online of... Um, something had to do with somebody talking to bruce wayne and it was like why are you so scared of superman and it shows like a will smith going pointing at like the the bright burn yeah. kid <laughs> was like i was like this is the potential of what could happen with superman and i think that's always been the point around why um bruce batman has the fear of superman because superman could go any fucking way anytime he wants because he has the power and yeah. there it is um but no, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that into the pile of superhero slash comic book movies because I think it's kind of anti superhero. It's more of a villain movie, but it has the, still the same. I think it still fits the criteria that everything else does. Um, but so speaking of Endgame, uh, currently sitting at two point, I'll just say the full the full thing: two billion seven hundred and forty two million nine hundred forty three thousand five hundred and seventy. It is. 47 million away from overtaking avatar and looking at what it's been doing daily it's finally dropped to like seven or eight hundred thousand per day only right we're just talking about you know some of these movies that are top 10 came in a hundred thousand um but uh man i think it can do it i just think it's probably going to take another month in the theater Uh, but here's Here's the thing, too, that that again, and this is what pisses me off about all of this, like because I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to piss people off by saying this. Avatar is a fucking joke. Okay, it is not a good movie at all. Yay. Smurfs that are on steroids humping each other. Great. Fantastic. Whatever. So let's let's whenever you break this all down, Avatar is a gimmick movie. It sucks. I've seen it maybe once, and that's because I fell asleep because it was so fucking boring. Um, so one, it wasn't a summer movie, okay? So let's put that out there. 
nope. it did it did not have the competition that Endgame has. Endgame has gone up against Godzilla. It's gone up against uh, Men in Black. It's gone up against John Wick. It's gone up against Secret Life of Pets. Went up against Detective Pikachu. Right there, boom, 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 boom. Uh, you know, probably had those five movies not been in the way. We're talking about smashing records left and right. And the second part of all that scene is like, oh, me, 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 they can't control where it falls. And, and I don't think anyone, to be honest, I don't think anyone really saw Avatar being as big of a hit as it did. But it did become a gimmick with the, the 3D. But then again, not only did it have the winter release with next to no competition, so it was able to ride that hype train all the way to the gravy train depot. I know that's a lot of train references, and I'm not even locomotive. <laughs> But it also had a second release. That's my biggest thing. So even if you want to take out the whole, okay, well, different seasons, blah, 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 you at least have to put the asterisk that it got the benefit of a second release. And this is still all on the one run with Endgame. I, I, I really thought that it would have been broken by now uh, as far as the record goes. I don't think that Endgame does it. I don't think that they do unless there's a big online push by MCU fans that can collectively go out for one more run at the box office. And maybe, maybe they do this. Maybe they wait till the very last week that it's in a majority of theaters um, that they go ahead and say, okay, this is it last week. Let's get it over the hump. Let's get it one more push. Unless there's that sort of grassroots effort, Avatar holds on to the top spot. Now, what I think needs to be a fair comparison is com to compare Avatar's first run to Endgame's first run. Now you're comparing apples to apples, whereas you're comparing apples to oranges. I um I will do it. I'll do you a favor before before we do the next re recording. I will find out what the difference was between pre-run and then with the add-in of the second one. Um, just so I that we can have up. those numbers. Just, no, I'm, no, I'm you're just, good. I'm, I'm sick of hearing about Avatar and how great it was. It's, it's not that good, great of a movie. It's a gimmick. It's a gimmick-ass movie. It's like saying Undertaker and Mankind back at WWE, uh, where he got thrown off the damn cage, was the greatest match ever. No, it's not. It's because it's a damn gimmick. That's why everyone remembers it. That's the only reason why anyone remembers Avatar. You take out the gimmick of the 3D, and I'll guarantee you, it doesn't have the lasting effect. You also you also have to take in consideration that because of the the it being 3D, the 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 dollar figure was more because 3D prices are bigger or, or more absolutely. So it wasn't just straight. I mean, I'm sure I don't even know. I, nobody talks about 3D movies anymore. Was in game released in 3D? I don't think it was. I don't think it was either. I know Guardians 2 was because I really wanted to go see that. Um, I, think, I think right now it's all about the IMAX screen. And I think that's the more. Yeah. I mean, that, that is, this is kind of a similar thing. Having said that, I've seen many IMAX movies and IMAX is worth every goddamn dollar if you can go to. A oh, absolutely. One. So, um, but no, yeah, no, I'm going to get fired up here in a little bit when we get to my last thing on the news here. But um, so. Yeah. So I, but here's, and here's the, the, here's the roadblock for me that I think could solidify that it won't break the record is the fact that Toy Story 4 comes out this weekend. Ooh, that's a good, yeah, you're, you're right on that. I, 
I've already pre-ordered my tickets for Toy Story 4 for my entire family for Saturday. So I'm like, I am that that is in of itself is probably going to have a huge weekend. And I think that's going to kill pretty much everything else that's already out there. And I think that's going to be the biggest hurdle that it has to deal with in its last, I don't know, month in theaters. I think I, I can't see him doing more than another three to four weeks. I mean, I know they're not releasing anything until November, I think is what they said, but still we're October, but I just, I, mean, I don't see them. It's going to be tough over the next couple of weeks. Um, so yeah, so that's my box office roundup. Um, let's get into a little bit of news stuff. Uh, Umbrella Academy two is officially filling filming. They've been doing um, some of the, the, stars have been showing off doing their table reads showing their scripts uh did you get to see the first one first season at all no i haven't i I actually because i just now got the internet like i'm getting caught up on so much stuff that i was far behind and and i'll be honest um i've just recently discovered a show called it's always sunny in philadelphia and that's what i'm binging right now you just now discovered this show i mean i've heard of it but i never like it it never appealed to me at the time whenever i was in college when it probably should have to watch it um oh my gosh like i am kicking myself in the butt for not watching the show sooner oh my gosh this is this is comedy gold i love it um and anybody who didn't watch or see anything with e3 one of the one of the two brothers which i can't remember which one i think it's mac i think it was mac is is has the new show that's being promoted on Apple TV. It's going to be directly, it's basically, they've worked with Ubisoft to see what it was like to go through a video game production. Yeah. And they've created a show that'll be on Apple TV that's, um, God, it's Mythic something, Mythic Dungeon or Dragon or something. But it's gonna, it's kind of like an office style comedy in terms of how they basically deal with a big, a big budget video game studio creating a large um software update for their biggest game and it's like a dlc type thing so um i'm looking forward to it i'm really i really want to see that because i think the potential there could be pretty damn hilarious um but i didn't i had so my wife and i had heard about umbrella academy because we had friends that were telling us that we should watch it but we never watched it or i never heard of it and then i think it wasn't until it had already been on netflix for a month or two before we were like let's let's watch it we ended up binging through it pretty damn fast in like two days i think we went through the whole season and um which then made me want to look up the comics because i had never heard of this damn thing before um but i'm i'm highly looking forward to umbrella academy too when you get a minute watch at least three episodes Zol, because i think i think it'll take about three episodes to get you in it because for us it was like the first two episodes were like what the f- is this and then by the time we got to like the third episode we were like okay where does this go <laughs> so um yeah that's that that's all that's forming that's going that's pretty cool um sci-fi uh krypton which i still have never seen an episode of krypton i have heard good things about it i kind of want to see it um i know it is on the dc universe to watch and i think my wife and i have talked about watching it um but they are doing a spinoff of lobo who is one of my favorite superman villains but i don't think they've even released any episodes with lobo yet they liked the the what they had of him on film that hasn't even been released so much that they've already greenlit a lobo um spinoff show if you do you have any desire to see the show at all or I have actually, you seen any of it? yeah i've seen the marketing material 
um pop up on my what is it facebook it's been on my facebook timeline and the marketing that they've done for this has been outstanding it they have i like the style i like the art the story does capture my attention um and i think what let, let's be honest the doomsday uh character is by far better than anything we saw out of batman versus superman brainiac is spot on um and then lobo has an interesting twist i don't know much about the story i mean i know what the the general theme of it is but it's it's the marketing has got my attention enough that i want to i want to sit down and watch it we've added we've so my wife and i want to get caught up on all the cw shows and right now we're we're finishing up some of the stuff we've been watching on hulu but um we want to watch so we have swamp thing we have um the last of wow i did this last episode doom patrol um and then we want to watch krypton it's one of our we've it's we are over the summer binge watches that we can get them out of the way um we're also still trying to finish getting caught up on game of thrones so um yeah, I'm. I'm. I was very hesitant about them doing a Krypton, the whole aspect behind Krypton, but um, I've liked everything I've seen on it, and I think it's helped draw me and my wife into like all their marketing. It's it's good when marketing can make you want to see something, like. Oh, absolutely! Doing, you're doing your job when you yeah. when you haven't seen it, and the marketing is doing that. Um, I'm going to skip over the Joker thing real quick. Uh, Batman villains. I just want to talk about this so I can get it mm-hmm. out of the way. I think the next two topics are a bit bigger for the both of us. So every flipping Batman villain in the history of Batman villains has been rumored to be, <laughs> to be released for um, the new Batman movie. So the, the three that are like real big are Penguin, um, Riddler, and Catwoman. And then Firefly got a lot of push. And now Mad Hatter is being talked about. And since then, pretty much every other villain has been brought up. Two-Face, Bane, you name it, they've been brought up. Um, Really interesting on the Bane thing was somebody had tweeted something about them really wanting to see um, Dave Batista play Bane. To which Batista retweeted and went... I'm in, sign me up. And then Boss Logic got on and did this little artwork shtick he does with any time anybody says anything and, and photoshopped Bane or um, Batista's Bane. What would you think of Batista playing Bane in a movie? I think it's a perfect fit. I do too. I absolutely I perfect. He's got the build. He's he and he's already got that voice that I think could, you know, with a little bit of editing that that they would throw in there but you know i think it kind of becomes the 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 hulk bruce banner because i guess it depends on which comic you follow or which storyline you you follow um you know there might be that depending on the origin that they want to go with but also i just i think that that's a natural fit i mean whenever whenever i see whenever i see date batista it's not that far of a logical jump for me to place him as bane i agree and for me i'd say the one thing so i actually liked tom hardy as bane in um dark knight rises having said that for me bane is always going to be that 
that wrestler that um that steroid infused you know enhanced by chemicals guy that's got the shit coming out of his arms and into his back with the canisters and i hope no matter what they do whether they use bane or not if they do use bane i hope they go more for that enhanced aspect about him and not just a badass that they tried to just push tom hardy as i think the i think the comics book slash um, batman animated series series version of bane has a little more I'll say a little more depth to him than Tom Hardy's character did. Yeah, I think with Tom with Tom Hardy's side, they wanted someone to basically be Batman's equal, Christian Bale's equal, to where he was not only physically, um, maybe physically superior a bit, but also intellectually uh, on on his level, where he was always one step ahead. Which I think kind of to me, that's what hurt that version of Bane. Was that it was more of an equal, whereas opposed to, okay, he can go on wits with Batman, Bruce Wayne. But when it came to the physicality, you know, because he was steroided up, there was no chance that Bruce could could go one on one with him. Uh, that, that to me is what I think I was missing from that version of Bane. I, I almost want to say that I probably would get a lot of backlash for the saying this. But I want to say maybe the Batman and Robin version was maybe slightly better. Um, hmm. I mean, it was more comic accurate. Well, it, go that route. <laughs> well, he he was physically imposing. Yeah. Uh, now, granted, he was a dummy. <laughs> you know, they made him just this rock. But yet, when it came to the physical strength, like. Kind of, you know, as a kid, okay, so go back to the lens of a 12, 13-year-old sitting in there in the movie theater. Like, you thought, oh, wow, this this dude's going to do some damage. Now, of course, as a 34-year-old, you go back and watch, and you're like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> what the? <laughs> but, but I think, you know, that's what, if you could somehow fuse those two... It, it could have made, made for the ultimate bane, but you, you can't do that, because that's just here, awkward. Here's a casting idea. Um, especially if you're going to, cause I, okay. So if you have the Bane that has the, the almost normal body type until he infuses himself with the serum, um, which if they did it and they did it right, they could still make it look good and but have a lot of it be CG. But here's a name I'll throw out. If, if that's the route you go, what about Oscar Isaac? Hmm. I like him as an actor. I think what hurts for me, what hurts is because we've already seen him in a similar role with apocalypse and it failed. So I'm, I'm uh, don't think we're far enough out from that to, to get that, to get that nastiness of a sad attempt at apocalypse washed out. I, I, to me, that's, that's the one holdback. If it wasn't for that, I'd be willing to take the risk. And here's why it was so easy to throw that out. Despite that, I never watched Apocalypse because I had no desire to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. Ivan Ooze, X-Men uh, villain. <laughs> that's what I saw. And that was what I pointed out when I first saw the thing. I was like, I was looking at my wife. I'm like, is that the bad guy from Power Rangers? Like, what am I looking at here? <laughs> and as a Power Rangers fan, I can confirm that's what the whole fandom was talking about. <laughs> 
Here's okay. As a Power Rangers fan, I do have a question for you. Can yeah. Go off off the rails a little bit. What did you think of the new Power Rangers movie that they released? Mm, that it they tried too hard to be different. I like the casting, the characters work, the casting work, the suits because and because those are such icon worldwide iconic figures in pop culture history that they tried too hard to be different and sometimes you can you can be different for the sake of being different and that hurts and that's that's what happened here like the megazord had absolutely like the, the the they they look great as individuals but pieced together it was like what in the and the suits you know and, and the fandom pointed out we never got to hear the iconic catchphrase it's morphing time we never got to see the transformation we never got to see how that all worked and um what's funny is is that back in the 90s and real quick here i won't go on a power ranger tangent but back in the 90s whenever they did the the 90s movie that we're talking about mighty Morphin power rangers the movie the fox studios what they originally wanted was they wanted it to where you could see the actors faces they wanted to lift up the visors and you could see the eyes and stuff well, of course, that wouldn't have worked because everyone knows that the cool thing about being a Power Ranger is having your secret identity and the visor and the look. And so fast forward now, 20 years later, and they they went that route. And how many times did you see in the movie that the visors were up? So it, um, yeah, I think they, I really liked the story and I liked the actors. I liked the casting. I liked, I, I, I liked Zordon. I liked, um, Elizabeth Banks as Rita. I just think that they tried too hard to be too different and it ended up hurting the overall feel of it. You you sound like you you sound almost exactly like me. Like I loved all the aspects about the movie, but when it came to them as Power Rangers and the Megazords and stuff, that was where I lost it. Like yeah. I loved everything else about the movies and I was like enough so that I was like, okay, make a second one and fix the issues you had. Well, and that's uh, Hasbro's taken over the whole brand. Now Saban has sold to Hasbro and, and as part of the deal, they essentially take over the entire franchise now. And um, I believe it was the, that I want to say back in March that they said that uh, I don't know whether it's a direct uh, sequel or another reboot at attempt at the big screen is going to come. So we will see another Power Rangers movie, whether it's a, a sequel or a reboot to the reboot uh, remains to be seen yet. Um, if they do it, I hope it's more of a sequel than another reboot because I feel, I feel like they can fix the issues they had. And, it's just visual. And it's it Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. It's the Sonic the Hedgehog treatment. I, and maybe and that's, I, that's all they need. I really did like all the characters that they had casted in that movie and like the actors and the way they did them. And yeah, but it was just like I said, all just a visual aesthetic. Um, Joker 2 confirmed by Todd Phillips to be what it should always have been. And I don't know why there was ever a question. We'll be rated R. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know how you make a Joker standalone movie and it not be rated R. Do you agree with this? Um now as far as it being rated R? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um now now how do you make it not rated R? 
um you worry about you know you try to again you try to be different try to appeal to maybe too young of a group that you just try to be edgy and hip i think we've seen what if done right what an r-rated superhero anti-hero comic book based character can do thanks to deadpool and and logan for that matter um I, this is the route that needs to go. Joker is not someone to be, it's not a character that's light. It's not, he's not lighthearted. He is deep. He is twisted. He is psychotic. And the only way I think I, and I'll say this, the, the closest that we've ever gotten to, I think that true side of the comic book version of, of the Joker was Heath Ledger's version. And even then, I mean, they, they pushed the envelope for it being PG 13, like there are some scenes that you're like, they actually got away with this. Um, I, I have a feeling that we're going to see it be rated R because of the, the intense violence and not so much because of language. Exactly. It's, it's, and that's, I mean, that's what Joker is. I mean, Joker, Joker is about, I don't know how you would say this content that is hard to stomach. I don't mean gruesome. I just mean morality. And I think that's when you can give, give me a, a good hard R rated movie that makes you that way. Not because of the over the top gruesome or the amount of gratuitous violence or the, the absurd amount of language, but because you're watching something that psychologically is hard to watch, but is done correctly i'm okay with it and i'm fine with it and i think that's what you need out of a joker movie absolutely um my last bit of news and this is going to be turned more into me ranting and raving and bitching about warner brothers some more um so they announced that they're canceling swamp thing fucking within 24 hours of, <laughs> yeah of the goddamn show premiering premiering might i add to really good reviews to to fans that were like we really like this to everybody who watched it being this is good give me more of this and then we're not renewing for season two um first of all i'll just i'll, I'll let you get your words in before i go on my tangent what was your opinion of this when they announced it what the f <laughs> basically that's it's like does Warner Brothers even know what the hell they're doing with with this DC? It's it's kind of like, hey, we got some good going on here. Let's find a way to screw it up. <laughs> uh, I, I that's that's all I can say. I saw so many people on my timeline like once it was released, people praising it, loving it, wanted more of it. They were hoping for more of it, and then all of a sudden, whoop, nope, we're done. It's like, no, this is a joke, right? And I think the the first site to report it was one that has had a sketchy history of getting things wrong in the past. Um, and, and then as more and more credible sources got it, people are like, what the hell is going on? I um I don't I don't know what the hell's going on. I have some I have some ideas. So here's here's how this works. In in the early part 2018, um DC announced the DC universe. 
to a shit with a shitload of stuff attached to it. They were doing customer brand new content that was all just for the thing. They were doing shows. They were doing. They're bringing Young Justice back. They were bringing a Titan, a Teen Titans television show. They were gonna do a Swamp Thing show that was produced by fucking James Wan, the guy doing Aquaman with a great horror background, and. Um, they were going to put all their comics on there. They were going to put all their um, old backlog of movies on there and old television shows. And despite what anybody says, there are no problems with DC Universe. DC Universe just stuck their entire goddamn DC backlog up to a year ago on their service last month. They the the app works great no matter what it's on. Um, Titans may have gotten mixed reviews, but overall positive. Doom Patrol has been positive. Uh, the first half of the Young Justice Outsiders was positive. Um, fucking Swamp Thing has been positive. There is nothing wrong the with the app or the service in general has no problems. They are not struggling. It is not a, a money sink. There are no issues that Warner Brothers is having with DC Universe, despite what everybody says. Here's the problem. They announced they worked on this for forever. They announced it at the beginning of 2018 that they were going to do it. They had it samples and everything out by by the time July rolled around at Comic Con, and then they de debuted it in the late summer fall. Everything going according to plan. While all of this is happening, AT and T buys Time Warner, and they start fucking consolidating all sorts of shit, changing the way money's being spent. There's also, you know, and like they don't, it, they, it becomes as if Warner Brothers doesn't fucking micromanage everything enough with the DC brand. They now have AT&T micromanaging them, micromanaging DC. And then it gets to this point where Disney and Fox and was it CBS? Who was the other one vying for Disney? It was CBS, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, um, Viacom. Yeah. Viacom. So they go, they do their whole deal. Disney gets Fox. They get this whole backlog. AT&T knows that, that there's going to be a Disney Plus. Everybody knows it. It's been talked about for a year and a half. It was like when, when, when DC Universe started, one of the reasons it started was because Marvel had Marvel Unlimited, which is their version of it's just a comic it's comic book based it's not television based but they had their own streaming service and they wanted to revamp it and add stuff and they were talking about disney was going to do this this has been well known everybody knew disney was trying to do this and the fox acquisition was supposed to booster and boost what all they were having and showing people and that would be available on the service so in the meantime ATT is like well we want to do the same thing and warner brothers is like yeah we want to be involved buy us do this we know what we're in and in the midst of all this hard work that Warner Brothers put in and, and DC put into creating DC Universe, they are now trying to form their own competition to directly go against Disney Plus. And they are trying to basically what's going to end up happening. And the reason all this started in the first place is they're going to create a new streaming service called Warner Media. And it's going to have everything Warner Brothers has done. And now they're even talking about adding Cinemax and HBO to it. And they're going to basically kill the DC universe app location streaming service and apply it to it. And I am going to be willing to bet that the DC universe is going to kind of stick around, but it's going to be more of a direct competition to Marvel unlimited where it's just a comic book thing. 
And then they're just going to strip everything away from it, like all the original programming, and they're going to add it to Warner Media. And because of this, they needed to start organizing their money a little better. They weren't getting the kickbacks they wanted when they started filming. Um, I think all this was pretty evident a couple months ago when they were like, hey, we're shortening Swamp Thing from 12 episodes down to 10. They weren't really changing much, and everybody was extremely happy with it. The cast was happy. The directors were happy. And people at DC and Warner Brothers have said they were happy with what the product was. But then it comes out, and they're trying to compete with Disney+, and, well, we're just not going to renew it right now. We're, the, the, we're, work is, we're working on everything else we have in-house. We're not going to start up a whole new something new. And... Then once everything runs through all their shit, they're just going to create the Warner Media thing to try to go after Disney Plus, and it's going to be way overpriced if they're really going to add HBO and everything else to it. Because I think the rumors right now are eighteen dollars for a fucking streaming service, and Disney Plus is going to be over here at like seven, eight, nine, ten dollars. Like it ain't going to fly. They ain't going to get their money, and because of that, everybody involved with DC, like Warner Brothers, has done from the fucking beginning, is going to pay for it because they're not going to get the good content that they deserve because. There's too many fucking hands in the cookie jar. And that's the whole reason Swamp Thing got canceled. It has nothing to do with the show having issues because everyone's like, you can't you can't release one episode to high praise and say, we're canceling the whole season because of the quality of the show. It has nothing to do with the quality of the show. It has everything to do with the behind the scenes money laundering. I'm going to put it because they're fucking big corporations. And... Um, it's just it's retarded it's ridiculous i don't understand how warner brothers works the way they do like there's no it's, it's obvious why mcu is so successful kevin fahey this guy's been ahead of everything marvel's done media wise since they got started and i mean i'm sure disney and i've said this before disney says hey we need this we need this and we need this but otherwise do whatever the fuck you want and he does and they do and they're wildly successful warner goes well we really want you to do all of this our way please do it well okay but we're going to add our spin to it okay but we're going to make sure you do it our way oh no, no 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 you're not doing it right rewind do it over again batman versus superman suffered because of this justice league suffered because of this this past week is i don't know if you know this this past weekend um justice league 2 is supposed to have been released how do I <laughs> say like, goodbye? <laughs> I don't, and it, it's just fucking infuriating as a person who is, loves the DC universe, having Warner Brothers just shit all over everything because there's, like I said, too many hands in the cookie jar and too many people wanting control and wanting money spent their way. Well, That's the only, that's it makes right. a lot of sense. And as a professional wrestling fan, if you go back and you follow along the death of WCW, what your whether yours whether it's your theory or kind of putting pieces together, what you just stated is exactly how WCW died. Now, granted, there were some other things too with aging stars and the like, but essentially, you if you if one was to dive into the the time that wcw started to to nosedive it happened at the around the same time that aol time warner merged and that because now suddenly there was money being shifted and trying to redo budgets and trying to make things look better than what they actually were um i think i think there's there's some truth to to what you just said there because 
you have these mergers and acquisitions come in and especially with a brand name like DC, well, now someone who thinks they're the smartest guy in the room or gal in the room comes in and decides, well, no, this is how we're going to do it now. They, they, it can very easily, as you're placing all these dominoes, because that's what's made the MCU work, is that you look back on all these little dominoes that they placed and everyone was on board, whereas opposed to someone came in like, hey, I like your domino set, and then mashed it all to the ground and said, okay, well, here's how I would do it. I, I think that's what's, I think you're right. I think that's what's going on. And that's unfortunate because we've seen DC seemingly start to find their groove and find their niche into where they can offer an alternative as opposed to being exactly like Disney and the MCU. But um, right now, now it looks like the wheels just keep spinning off no matter how much traction they get. <sighs> okay. Sorry. I just had to. Thank no, you for no. all five of you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> um, and you know what? As always, let us know your thoughts and opinions. Um, you can either talk to me on Twitter at the RSH Project or at my personal Twitter at PSA Prez. Uh, let us know on the Facebook or Instagram PNC Network or send us an email at RSH Project at gmail.com. Tell me your opinion. Tell me why I'm an idiot. Tell me why I'm right. Tell me why I'm right. If you if I'm an idiot, whatever. <laughs> um, also, reminder: please review us on all platforms. It helps us get more listeners. It's a very mm -hmm. nice thing to do. Mm -hmm. um, we had no new trailers that I'm aware of, unless I totally spaced. Um, there's a new Frozen trailer, but we don't want to talk about Frozen trailer. Um, did, did I miss one? Did you see one that I didn't? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Well, let's get into the crux of the show in general. Our um, we need to figure out what movies we're going to fucking review. Um, <laughs> uh, and I think this should probably be our last episode before we start our reviews. Yeah. Um, so here's my, my non-scientific, Zoll scientific method of how we're going to do this. I have made a list after talking to many people, including us interacting with people on Twitter and on Facebook, of 20 movies that I feel are popular movies one way or another but not um, newish. There's some new ones, but not new enough to really matter. Um, so, cause we're trying to avoid, because we're going to do an MCU review. Um, and I've made a list of 20 movies and I'm going to use a random number picker that I've assigned a number to each one of these one through 20. Oh, that's uh, right. That's right. Did you forget what we were doing? I did. I did. I forgot about the, the random picker. Yeah. Um, so, I forgot about the off. app. That's all right. Well, because I got cut off and we had storms and I yeah, naders were coming. And I'm, and I'm getting old. Which, by the way, I don't know if you saw, at least here in Kansas City area, um, we're for the rest of the week, almost every day is supposed to have rain and thunderstorms. Awesome. Let's go. Yeah, right. So I'm going to list off the movies that I wrote. And I just assigned, I just started numbering as I thought okay. of them and, and made a list. So there's no scientific method <laughs> at all to the numbers that applied to each movie. Um, number one, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Number two, 89 Batman. Number three, Hellboy, the good one. <laughs> um, number four, and so, and remember, one of the big aspects to this is it doesn't have to be straight comic book. It just needs to right. be superhero related. Um, number four is Unbreakable, the Bruce Willis movie. Um, X-Men is number five. Superman 78. Is it 78 or 79? Yeah, 78 is a good number. Okay. Um, 
the O2 Spider-Man is number seven. Number eight is Watchmen. Number nine is Scott Pilgrim. Uh, number 10 is Batman and the Mask of the Phantasm, oh. which a reminder that we are going to be doing animated movies because um, there's a couple more of those on here. Uh, number 11 is Kick-Ass. Got a freaking fly in front of me. Um, number 12 is Blade. Number 13 is one of my personal favorite all-time superhero movies, Incredibles. Um, number 14, a movie that I didn't realize was even actually based off of a comic book until I saw it, and then I looked up the comic book, and then I loved it, uh, The Losers. Did you ever see that movie, Zol? No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, such a good movie. Um, number 15, the ever-dreaded That Was Weird. Are you on the list? Yeah, Are you I'm on the list right yep, now? Yep. Okay, so I'm, I'm reading these off of... <laughs> I'm I'm following, I'm you're following along on our google docs document but the cursor just started moving down on my screen and i'm like i'm not doing that um <laughs> number 15 the ever talked about green lantern with ryan reynolds number 16 big hero 6 17 the hulk the ang lee hulk um number 18 teen titans go to the movies number 19 fantastic four and number no, wait, 20 wait wait whoa, 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 whoa. okay so on whoa. that one which one is that? Is that the early 2000? The, or the early 2000 one. Jessica Sorry, Alba. Okay. With, with, yes, with my, at the time, huge crush, Jessica yes. Alba. Um, and, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. She's still, she's, she still does it for me a little bit. Um, and then number 20, Judge Dredd. Okay. Did, you, did you have any you wanted to add that I can extend the list? No, I think that's a very solid, diversified list there. And there's some in there that I'm I'm hoping we land on and others that, oh, I'm dreaded. <laughs> well, what we're going to do is we're going to do the first six movies and then we're going to start our MCU watch. Is that good? Yeah, let's go. Okay. And just, I don't know, Zol can see me on my monitor here. This is the fancy number picker. I'm okay. just going to hit, I'm just going to hit random. Um so number one, first the first two movies are the big ones. Number one is number seventeen, Angley's Hulk. Okay, all right, all right. So I'm gonna. That's put, one that I was actually hoping that would uh, would make the list. Oh, the, oh yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna put a little number one here next to Angley's Hulk. Um, number two, number five, X Men, the original X Men. That's a good wow. one. Oh, okay. I like that. Too. All, right. All right. Number three. Oh, number one, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, you, I, I, okay. All right. I'm going to get my popcorn ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited there. I'm, I'm kind of excited there. These are actually some good. Yeah, these are some good ones. I haven't seen these ones in a long time, so it'll be fun to revisit these. Agreed. Um, number for my number four. We've got number 12, Blade. I've never you're, seen it. You've never seen Blade? So, oh. so I'll actually watch it with virgin eyes. Oh, that's good. I, 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 man, I don't know how it holds up, though. I see it's one of those movies where I've loved it since it came out. Yeah. Uh, Wesley Snipes, for me, was born to be Blade. Right. So um, I'm, I'm now I'm really, really looking forward to what you think of it. Um, number five. Oh, pfft. Apparently, I put zero as the starting number, so we're going to skip number five. Uh, number five is 13, The Incredibles. Okay. All right. There's you've seen so, Incredibles, right? Please yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. We've never... I mean, right now, there's none that... 
have been just absolute turds. Right. All right. Last I say movie. that now. I say that now, and six is probably going to be the turd. Going to be big <laughs> turd and punch bowl. The big, the big green glowing turd, maybe. Um, number six. Oh, why did it repeat? Here we go. Number eight, Watchmen. Ooh. Oh, this is good. Ooh. Okay, I'm we, liking this. You know what we need to do, if we could, too? This would be a fun one, is we should do a watch-along on one of these. Ooh, I like that. Um, we pop it up and, and we record what, uh, you know, basically our own audio commentary, kind of like Mystery Science Theater 3000. I can do that. We could, we need to figure one of those out. That would be good. I think that. that'd be a good way to get some some listener feedback on which yes. one would they want us to do a, a watch along with. Yes. All right. So right now, first two movies are going to be Ang Lee's Hulk. It's going to be number one. Number two is going to be Wow. Where did I put it? Oh, X Men. All right. Um, number two is X Men. Number three is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Number four is blade number five incredibles and number six watchmen if you have one of these not the first two we'll make it not the first two um if you have one of these you want us to do a watch along where we commentate and talk about while we watch it let us know um email at the rsh project at gmail.com twitter um at the rsh project or me at psa prez facebook and instagram pnc pod.net no Wow, my brain just shut off. PNC Network. Um, let us know because I'd be very interested to to find out about that. And that one would probably end up needing to be like a a, a two episode thing. I think so. So, so I think I, if I had to pick, by the way, if we if I had to pick one to do a watch along with, I think Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles would be a fun one because there's I, so many childhood memories there. I think for a lot of people, I would agree. And you know what I'd even say, I'll even throw this out there. I'd be willing to make whichever one is the watch along the last one and move it to number six, mm. like say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. So that, so that because it'll be the last one before we start the MCU. So let's just do that. Whichever one gets picked up as the, the, the live watch along, we'll move that to number six. Although, and, uh, and this is just me being self-centered. Um, I think Blade would be interesting as a watch along too to get my you know it's a live reaction to watching this movie for the first time oh yeah see there wouldn't be that much talking on that then but i'd still be good because i would love to hear your live reaction to that mm. let us know yes, my, yes. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw my vote in to blade just because i like that idea um so let us know those are our six movies um so you have two weeks sir you have two weeks to watch um Angley's Hulk, which I apologize for. I, I mean, it was okay. It was. It, I, it took risk. It didn't pay off. And but it, I think I think that um, we don't get the MCU without that movie. Yep, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, so then, when we do our reviews, we're going to do um, we're do a short list of things we liked about the movies we watched. We're going to do a short list of things we hated about the movies we watched. Um, and then we're going to give our. Uh, our ranking, which I'm going to guess our first two movies are going to get ranked one and two. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> All right. So we'll see you in two episodes whenever. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So we're going to take two weeks, I guess, from this point. Right, sir? Yep. Yep. All right. 
Um, until then, it was nice. Uh, it was nice talking to you as always, sir. And I'm looking forward to starting the reviews. I'm pumped, and hopefully, we get some feedback too on uh, which one people would want to do a watch along with because um, I, I, it's a lot of fun. I think you know, like I said, it's kind of a oh thing. I mean, people watch other people unwrap toys and play video games, <laughs> so why not listen to other people give their audio commentary on a movie? That reminds me, I have a watch to play. I haven't watched yet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, sir. You have a wonderful two weeks. I look forward to talking to you about these two movies. Talk to you then.